There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Welcome to My Millennial Property with John Pigeon, and I'm joined by Emily Wallace. How are you, Emily? I'm very well, um, and you're not only just joined by me, we're going to get to our special guest in a second, but it's actually nice to have some company next to me. I mean, we record remotely. I've got someone in the flesh next to me. How good is it? How good is it, young Bailey? Now, before we get to Bailey, did I see your name in the Herald Sun this week? Who? Me or Bailey? (laughs) No, no, you, Emily. Bailey's maybe coming soon. Okay, uh, okay. quite a big deal, but... I'm flicking through the Herald Sun online and I, I come across your name. Tell yes, I think it might have been an article about small yeah. suburbs and buying into yes. small suburbs with a population under 3,000. Yep. Yep. Gave some commentary so on that. The new listeners that haven't heard of Emily, she is a big deal. She gets oh, into the Herald Sun. John, and, you know yeah. this makes me so embarrassed. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big deal. Yeah. Nah, very big deal. All right. I'm excited about this. Bailey, he reached out to me about, I was on my trip actually around New South Wales um, probably about four months ago and said, John, I want to have a clarity call with you. Uh, I want to buy a property. Thought, yep, awesome, stock standard. But there was a bit of a twist to it and Bailey's going to share what that twist was um, because it, uh, it blew my socks off when he told me the story. So first of all, welcome to the podcast, Bailey. G'day, John. G'day, Emily. Thanks for having me. No, pleasure. And you've come all the way down the freeway to Emily's uh, meeting room. <laughs> uh, where are you? Ballarat? Yeah, Ballarat. Yep. Ballarat. Yep. yep. So it was, uh, it was four degrees when you left and 10 degrees when you landed in Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. Jump comes off and shorts go on. Yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. For the listeners, it's about crypto. Now, you never thought we would hear crypto on a property podcast, but we're bringing it in. And hopefully we've got some crypto listeners out there that are maybe already doing it well or thinking about getting into it. I'm, I'm not fussed whether you do crypto or property or shares or anything else in the world, as long as you're pushing forward and uh, in, improving your life. Bailey, tell us your journey. It's a bit of a strange one. So it actually started uh, probably 12, 13 months ago now where I was getting into crypto and starting to looking at investing and stuff like that. Um, I just put a little bit of spare change in initially. It was probably like $1,000, $2,000. And I'm quite into sports and everything as well. I'm quite into horse racing and actually put a $20 bonus bet on. I wouldn't recommend that on a, on a financial <laughs> podcast, but <laughs> um, ended up winning quite a large amount of money, won $15,000 and thought, well, what can I do with this money that isn't blowing it and putting it back through or spending it elsewhere? So um, You never told it? me you won money on the, on the punt. You oh, just said you had 15 grand might, in a bank might account. Have, <laughs> might have deliberately left that one out, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't want to show uh, bad investing habits yeah. straight up. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's not a good right. look. Um, sports bit doesn't go this too well. The story gets better. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, was 15000 on the punt um, and 
I had a car at the time, um, just been given a work car. Uh, so I got rid of my car, sold that and put that in as well. So it ended up being sort of, sort of had probably just over 30,000 in initially um, to start me off. And it was sort of all in at that stage. It was just a low income, being an apprentice electrician. So um, yeah, you don't have a lot of money coming in. So it was sort of, let's just, let's just, I'm young. So let's just rip into it. And um, so yeah, put everything in. Um, okay. So, yeah. so can I just hold you for a moment, Bailey, yeah, just yeah, yeah. to, to get some perspective on this for the, for the listeners. So you're 20 years of age-ish. Yes. You're yeah. d- doing an apprenticeship. You've yeah. won 15 grand on the punt, which for everyone else out there, we, we don't encourage punting or yeah, gambling by any means, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've sold your car. You've, you've put 30 grand into crypto. Uh, I would say your risk profile is extremely high. Yes. Yeah. I love it though. That's like super risky, but I mean, obviously we'll get to the reward in a minute, but that's pretty cool. There's not many people you come across who are like, yeah, you know what? All yeah. in, think, all in. Yeah. I think it's great to do Put it while it you're young. In. Just rip into it while yeah. you're young. You know, if you, if you stuff up and it doesn't work out, yeah, you're back to square one anyway, where you probably were beforehand. Like, you know, you don't, no, you don't have much to lose when you're young. I don't have a mortgage. I don't have any debt. I don't have anything I need to be paying. So Rip into yep, it. Take, great approach. Yeah, take it Absolutely. All, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, um, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, yeah. So we sold the sold the vehicle. We've got thirty k sitting in the bank. Yes. So basically, yeah. Put the thirty k. Um, sat down with dad. Dad's a bit of a Bitcoin wizard, cryptocurrency wizard. Um, we did some research. We went through what we thought were going to be good investments in terms of cryptocurrencies. Like, there's all sorts of different ones you can get into. So. We um yeah we went through a list and we put a majority into Bitcoin, majority into the- Ethereum, um and then spread you know little amounts of money across a bunch of other cryptos. Anyway, so yeah, that just sat there. I haven't touched any of it. I just I just sit it there. I don't trade or anything like that. That just sits there. It's called hodling. Just hodl. So yeah, that just been sitting there and it's yeah basically just worked its way up over time. Um, now we're looking at about three hundred three hundred and thirty thousand dollars at the moment. Yeah. It's a yeah. pretty big return. Yeah. So, yeah, now just turned into a – bought my first home. So that's where I'm at now. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll get, to, we'll get to the investment property in a moment. Again, for the listeners, they, they, I'm sure they'd be, they would have eight or ten questions for you straight away already. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what, what about your, your dad's experience? Obviously, you've got a mentor in your life that's in your, in your home, which is awesome. Um, so he's ha, had he been trading for long? Has he has he got a, a good solid history of crypto, or is he reasonably new to it himself? Um, so he is um, in insurance and he's in the financial industry himself. He'd probably been trading trading for probably three years beforehand. He probably got into Bitcoin probably three years before me, four years before me. Um, probably heard of it a little bit earlier than that. Heard of it quite early. And yeah, so he's just any question about Bitcoin. If I ever went to him and asked him, he'd have some sort of an answer for me. And probably, it's you, you ask him a question, and you sit there for the next three hours listening to the answer. So he he can go on a bit about it. And um, he's yeah, he's very well researched, and yeah, he's been a massive massive help to me. He's always looking at it. He I reckon he does it more than he actually works. He's just always <laughs> looking at it like he's just it's ridiculous. So yeah, he's mm. he's been a massive help to me. Something that not everyone probably has the opportunity of having a dad like that. So it's something you're very grateful for. And you, but yeah, it's also about doing your own research as well and getting understanding in your own head, trying to learn it as best you can. But yeah, it's good to have someone sort of sort of by your side helping you along the way, which helps. 
Mm. I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people, when I, you know, I mentioned cryptocurrency to, or even though they mentioned it to me, I'm like, if you know about it, then it probably makes sense. Like yeah. if, if it's actually explained to you in a way that you understand. I think though for a large majority, people actually don't really get it. They yeah. don't understand like what is it? People just think it's like money in the cloud. Like that's, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think a large component and being able to have a resource, you know, such as a family member who can explain it to you and not judge you for any questions that you might have or anything you're unsure yeah. of, that's a massive asset. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It helps a lot. Yeah. Keeping it simple is always oh. easy. It sounds as though it's actually the foundation of what you do. Like if, if you didn't have dad there, uh, do, you, do you think you would have taken the plunge? Do you think you would have gone out and, and did your own research and f- found someone else that you could bounce ideas off? Oh, I don't know. It's really hard to say. It's um, without dad. Yeah, dad is constantly in year about it the whole time. Like we used to actually just sort of sit at dinner and he used to talk about it and we used to sort of laugh at him for it. Um, but when you hear it so many times over and over that, yeah, you, you sort of, you sort of got to listen and then when you're forced to listen to it all the time, you start thinking, actually, hang on, this is actually kind of cool. So, yeah, yeah, without that, I probably, yeah, probably not. And you're probably listening a lot more now when you've turned 30 into 300. Yeah, yeah. And that's what a lot of people mm. are like. You find that, like, you tell your mates about it when, when you first got into it and they don't want a bar of it. But now, you know, you get messages off your mates all the time saying, how do I do it, what do I do? Because they've seen the results already just in, like, in a general sense, not necessarily my own personal results, but... Yeah, and that they want in now, and everyone—that's kind of what everyone's like right now. Everyone sort of wants in now. Yeah. So let's fast forward a little bit to the investment property. Um, was it always a view to buy a property, but you just thought, look, it's going to take a few years to save a deposit? Was it always an aim or a goal to to buy a property, either to live in or to to invest with? Yeah, definitely. Around that first time when um when I first started looking into Bitcoin and stuff like that. When I was looking into investing, I was actually looking at property at the same time. But it was always something like you love to do there in the track, but I'll never have the money for it. Like I'll never be out, like not never, but you know, it'll take a long time to save up a deposit. Then you'll spend the rest of the life paying it off. And then once you paid it off, you got to yeah, re, re, you know, borrow against your equity and buy another one. And it just, that's now stretched over sort of 30, 40 years. And yeah, it's nice. You can fast track it a little bit. And as soon as that happened, it was just, yeah, the whole plan now is all around property and just putting more than spreading my eggs across many baskets instead of just having, you know, one egg in one basket. We love that. You've got to spread your risk. I mean, I think that's probably something that echoes across a lot of episodes is spreading your risk is key. Um, you know, the smart investors do that. They don't just put it all in one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm certainly keen to hear more about what you've actually bought for your investment property and everything. So we'll be back in just one second. We're just going to take a quick break and we'll unpack a little bit more with Bailey. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. We also have a panel of trusted mortgage brokers we can connect you with to get you into your first home, an investment property purchase, or to review your current loan if you don't have a broker. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, Bailey, obviously having that much growth in your portfolio enabled you and hence the phone call to John to have a deposit for a property. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Actually, I've got a question on the technicality, like, and and excuse me being naive to crypto because I don't I haven't invested in crypto. I don't know much about the details of it. How do you actually cash out crypto? Because I was speaking to a real estate agent actually like earlier today, and they were talking about the fact that you know someone wanted to make a deposit through crypto, and would they, you know, how do they accept that, and how do you cash out? So how how does it work? It's it's pretty simple when you really like the whole Bitcoin thing is quite technical, but actually the way it operates is quite simple um you have exchanges just like it's just a website you just log on and it's just an exchange like it's, there's lots of them um and you yeah there's just a button at the top click withdraw um withdraw or deposit whatever you want to do and you can just go on and there's a wallet and you search up the code just like buying a share like you, you search up the code of the crypto or the code of the share um put your money in and then when you want to take it out you can just sell it back and take it back it's quite it's quite simple and it's it's quick. It's it's a lot quicker than usual cash, which is good. Yeah. Okay. So so Bailey, my memory might have gone to me, but I I remember when I was talking to you that you had around two hundred. Yeah. And now you've told me that you've got three hundred. Now that was only about eight weeks ago. Yeah. So. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, it goes. It, it's what we call. It works in a four-year cycle. So we're in what we call a bull market at the moment. So right. for the next 200, 300 days, hopefully I'll see some more and more growth, hopefully. All right. So, and further to Emily's, um, I suppose, question, because I've got no clue about it either. Um, how, how have you still got the 300, but you've also bought a property? So you can actually loan against your Bitcoin and stuff like that as well. So I've taken a loan against my Bitcoin um, and right. use that for my deposit. Basically, okay. Yeah. So, so, so the the bank said, "Yep, Bailey, we're we're comfortable with this asset class. We're going to lend against the value of the three hundred or whatever it was at the time, and that is your deposit." Is that what you're saying? Yeah, sort of. So they don't really like the whole crypto thing, banks, because it kind of goes against their whole existence. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the whole point of Bitcoin is to basically take banks out of the equation and make money instant. Yeah. So they don't really like it at all. So. Until they see it in cash, they don't care. So, but I can work out what sort of deposit I need, and then I can loan against and take that money out, put it into cash. Once it's in cash, then they care. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And did you need a specific lender for that, or you just went through your broker to get that done? Yeah, just through a standard broker. 
Was it the first time the broker had heard of someone doing it like the way that you've done it? Uh, or are they done a few? Yeah, my specific one it was, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember you had to fill in a form or whatever um, at the start and she's like, oh, you know, like going through it and stuff like that and she's like, oh, you can borrow such and such amount and then I'm like, oh, bit of a weird scenario, like have you noticed it? And she goes, oh, I, don't even, I didn't even, what are you talking about? And then I'm like, this thing here, like I pointed on the cryptocurrency part. She's like, oh, crap, like what the heck is that? Like, yeah, she just had no idea what it was. So. <laughs> What's the bet there's going to be like specialist brokers in crypto if this becomes a thing, right? Like it's possible. Yeah. You're living proof it's possible. Yeah. I reckon there's going to be ones who actually specialise in that because I feel like you need to kind of understand it or even just be passionate about it to help others who are keen on, yeah. on utilising it. It's yeah, there's already cool. specialists yeah. in like um, tax, but crypto tax and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's fastly evolving. So, mm. yeah, there's plenty yeah. of things going on. Mm. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right. So let, let's get talk specifics about the, the property you bought. So um, what, uh, what, what did you lend? What did you buy? How was that process? Um, yeah, smooth, rough. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't actually planning on buying so soon uh, initially. Um, so I was, yeah, when I found this property or whatever, actually mum pointed it out to me, this house. I was sort of looking but and it was slightly above the price range that I was sort of going after. But, yeah, when I seen it, I thought it was a really good buy. Um, there was a lot of interest in it really quickly, which the market is like that at the moment. So it took us about probably a week or two, I reckon, to actually go from looking to buying. Um, and it was a weird scenario where it was deceased estate and they wanted to get rid of it. So... They, want, they did like a bid off at the end. So there was one final bid and whoever had the high, highest bid on that day at that time gets it. Mm-hmm. So we actually that have to pay. That annoys me, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it annoyed me too. <laughs> it didn't really okay. seem legal, but it, I think it is. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know how either. But um, okay, so that was in Ballarat. Purchase price, yeah. renting, you're, not, you're still living at home now? Yeah, so I'm still living at home. Oh, it's a pretty quick settlement, so I get the keys in a couple of weeks. The plan is to move in and renovate. It's a four hundred uh, four bedroom house, one bathroom. So I want to put another bathroom in it. Um, it's nine hundred square meter block with a massive shed out the back. So the shed's going to get hopefully if we can get council approval, turn into an Airbnb out the back, um, and have a bit of income coming in from that, and then build the equity um, through the house. And hopefully, crypto can get to a point where I can sort of pay off that house nearly in full by the end of the year. Yeah. And then I can use that as just my solid foundation for equity and I can borrow against that and purchase properties off that house, that one house. So, yeah, use that as the foundation. Yeah. It's a pretty cool plan. I like it. Yeah. It turns out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you've you've diversified your portfolio. You've you've kept your money in crypto. You've got now uh, some bricks and mortar. Uh, What Can you tell the listeners what your purchase price was and what it will potentially rent for? Um, so the purchase price is $761,000 we got it for, um, was, I think it was in the market between six fifty and six eighty. So you had to pay a fair bit over. That's just the way Ballarat's going. Um, with the land value, the 900 square meter blocks, a massive block in Ballarat in the middle, that's in the middle of town. It's probably three blocks from the main street in Ballarat. So it's a good spot. That was my plan yep. is to get a big block in a good spot, basically. In terms of renting, I'm not too sure what it's going to rent for. I haven't looked too far down that truck yet. The plan is just to renovate and see what happens. I might use it as a home as I'm still at home. So might actually move yep. in, um, live there, and then Airbnb at the back and then use the income from that and then buy rental properties off that. So 
I haven't looked too far into the focus has just been the renovation for now and just planning and all that sort of stuff for that. Yeah, yeah cool. So uh, again, for, for listeners, you may be mistaken for thinking you're, you're listening to a 35-year-old here, but um, Bailey, have you had your 21st yet? Yeah, I have. I probably you look have. about 12, but I'm actually 22. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're 22. Yeah. So <laughs> you've, uh, you've done a lot of things by the age of 22. There's a lot of takings from this and we could pick this apart for, for weeks, couldn't we, Emily? Um, there's, Definitely. Uh, it's just um, it's, it's a great story to, to know that you wanted to do something, you got a good mentor on board. Um, fortunately, it was in your own home, so you could pick his brains as much as you wanted. Um, and then you took action and, and backed uh, the knowledge that he had given you. Uh, and, and it sounds as though you've actually got a plan going forward from this. So you're not resting on your laurels. You're wanting to build uh, build upon this. I suppose the, the the from the outside looking in, do we expect those returns all the time? Because we've got pretty high expectations now based on the performance of, of the last 18 months for you. Yeah, um, I, I expect them to actually increase for the next oh, nine months or so, nine to 12 months. Um, but after that, it was, it's, it's a no-go zone for probably the next two to three years after that where it has a pull, massive pullback. You see the bear market and then you see the market plateau for a little bit. Um, but the plan is... By the time the next bull market comes around, which it works in four-year cycles, is um, to borrow against any equity I have or anything like that and to reinvest and write it all again and go through the motions all again, basically, but keep the property and actually invest more next time than 30000 and just, yeah, just work through the cycles of everything and just um, leverage yourself as much as you can to... Mm. But you just got to be... can't get greedy. Like, I just... Yeah, it's about cashing out when I get to the point where I can pay off the house. Um yeah. And then not not trying to push that extra cent out and everything like that. I'm yeah. The balancing act. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah, not being greedy is a big thing. Can I just say, going back to something you said earlier that I think is a big takeaway in um, for listeners in many realms, the fact that you not that we're encouraging this, but the fact that you won the fifteen thousand off the um, the twenty dollars, and then you said, and I didn't want to blow it all. I think most people in their early twenties would be like, right. We're going on a holiday and we take all my mates and we're going to, you know, basically throw it up against a wall. I think coming into money, however that might be, maybe you inherit money, maybe you win money, maybe you grow money in your portfolio, not blowing it um, and actually using it for good as this is a perfect example of using it for good is a really, really important and I don't think that it's probably not the first thought you'd have when you come into money, right? Like you'd be like, what can I do with this money? I want to go spend it. Um, But thinking level-headed and being logical about it is obviously seriously paid off for you. So very, very well done. I think it's awesome what you've done with it. Um, Not many people at 22 can say they own a property to the value that you own um, uh, but have built such a unique way to actually put the deposit forward for it so that's really cool I love it mm, absolutely so just just to backtrack a little bit if we can Bailey what's your actual loan to value ratio on your Ballarat property uh the loan we did it through a trust fund so I couldn't actually because I'm an apprentice electrician I couldn't actually get the loan big enough myself um yep. so we've done it through a, a trust fund with my parents which they've obviously right. helped me here as well um, so yeah, I've got a lot of lot of thank lot to thanks for me parents. I think like that, but yeah. So well, I can't remember exactly what the number was or something like that. I think we paid 
Uh, we paid the smallest amount of deposit we could, which I think we paid a 5% deposit, yep. which was done through the Bitcoin loan. And then, yeah, we've, we've loaned the rest for that. Yeah. Okay. And mum yep. and dad are in the trust. Yeah. Yep. So we're all yep. in the trust together. And then the plan is yep. for me to purchase the property from the trust. Later yeah. down the track. Okay. Yeah. It's a good structure. Yeah, cool. It's a good plan. Because you yeah. obviously need their servicing by the sounds of it. Then if you're when you reference being a apprenticed, it yeah. must be to do with salary and servicing. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. 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 There was not much of a loan I could really take with my wage or anything like that. So they they yeah. they just focus on income at the bank and that's it. So yeah, they weren't yeah, looking awesome. at crypto or anything like that. So yeah, it was had to be a roundabout way, but yeah, you take every opportunity you can, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Sure. And a little bit of live advice here. Uh, if you are looking at renovating it in the first 12 months of owning it, just check with your accountant the implications of that versus waiting for 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. Good tip, John. If, if, you're, if you're reading between the lines. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, cool. Okay. Um, any words of advice for anyone out there? Bailey, um, obviously we're not endorsing um, getting on the punt and trying to yeah. make 15000 or uh, or selling your car anytime soon and, and we're not giving advice around crypto. But from your point of view, what, what have you learned? What are your key takeaways? What would you do differently next time? Um, what I've learned is I've always been a terrible saver. I've, I can't save money to save myself. Um, no, if it's in my bank, it's, it's probably going to get spent. Who knows what on, but yeah, it's going. So I'm 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 not good at saving. Um, so for me, putting money elsewhere, doing things that isn't a savings account, investing, whatever it might be, just sometimes saving isn't for everyone. Um, and while you're young, just take a risk. If you don't have any anything, like it's different when you're a bit older and you've got a family or a house or a, a mortgage or whatever you've got. Um, it's a bit different. But while you're young, rip into it you know, go hard after something because, you know, if you lose, you're back to probably where a lot of people your age are anyway. So you mm-hmm. just start again. Like in most in most rich people stories, whatever, you know, whatever stories they are where people get rich or people make a lot of money on something, you always hear the failure stories beforehand. So they might have, it might be their sixth attempt at starting a business or whatever and it's on the sixth attempt that they started, you know, one of the world's mm-hmm. biggest organizations or something like that so there's plenty of failure along the way for me like I got lucky got it on the first go so far anyway like who knows what happens down the track but yeah taking a risk while you're young is always was a big thing and that's probably what I've taken away from it mostly um and then after this it's just about you know keeping level-headed and not getting ahead of yourself and not getting greedy yeah yeah awesome advice advice. very Mm. good advice that's very good. Okay, Bailey, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for making the trek down to Melbourne to, to be in the flesh with Emily. It's, uh, it's okay. been Thank uh, you for having me. Yeah, it's a great story. And hopefully for the listeners, yeah, you can take a few things away. And, and I think reiterating also, we, we don't want to compare ourselves to, to the next person or to the listener or to the viewer or whoever it may be. You've just got to run your own race. And, and Bailey's definitely done that. Um, so we can often get caught up just saying, oh, well, they've done well. I haven't done as well. So I'm not feeling that great about myself. You, you, you do what's in your control and, uh, and you'll get there. Most definitely. Bailey, it's been an absolute pleasure to hear your story. I've been fascinated by it. It's really cool to to hear it. Um, thank you for, for jumping on in. And uh, guys, we will put out an episode next week. We'll be in your ears again. If you have any questions, make sure you write in to us as well. We love your questions. Um, and don't forget to follow John and I on Instagram. I think that's an underrated tool. We put out 
some some good tips here and there that might help you beyond the podcast so don't forget to check that out too reels we're into the reels at the we're moment, into the reels we? yeah yeah <laughs> if you want to laugh check out the reels get a reel <laughs> <laughs> until next week see you guys all right see you guys bye, bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. Taking your property journey to the next level starts with education. That's why we make this podcast, but we've also created online courses to equip you with the knowledge you need to take the next steps. I've created the Solvair Online Academy, open to both first home buyers and seasoned investors, where I share my tips and experience from 20 years in the property space. And I've created the Buying Coach, built from my experience as a buyer's advocate to demystify the confusion around purchasing property, particularly for first home buyers. Follow the links in the show notes to sign up and get started today. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289.